Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly. And I'm Julia. Here to talk about all things Bachelor. Julia, you're back! I'm back! I'm back, bitches. I am so happy to be back. You've missed so very much. I really have. I'll just give you guys like a short breakdown. Two weeks ago, I got sick. My employer required I stayed home. Bless. (laughs) Even though I only had like a sore throat. You're like, well, (laughs) like COVID days, you can't risk that. Exactly. COVID, like literally the VA protocol is like, you have to stay home until you show a negative test. You cannot come on site. So I was like, okay. Um, And then I went to New York last week. You've been busy. I've been busy. I caught up on all of the episodes very recently. On the plane back. This is the commitment because first of all, I had to go a whole week with her, like not knowing. I, I was about to text you that I, I applauded (laughs) you so aggressively for that. Like I, that, that whole episode, two episodes ago when shit was going down, I was like, how did Holly not spoil it for me? I have no idea how you did that. I mean, I've just been burned before so many times that like, yeah. I really respect it in others. It, as well, If I know, I have to know. The problem is sometimes I think someone's going to be watching and then they're not. That's when it might happen. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm pretty good about even then thinking about it. But my God, shout out to all my other friends who watch Bachelor for keeping me from telling Julia because- Yeah, I'm, you had so many other I outlets. I have a really great support system. <laughs> You're all texting all of them. Oh my God, I'm suffering right now. I can't I mean, I have two co-hosts ready to go for like, yeah. Like I was like, I have, I've got people. I've got people. I've got people. Who are dying to talk about Bachelor. So I funny. hope to have them back because so much fun having. Yes, they were amazing. Guys, if you haven't listened to those episodes just because I wasn't there, <laughs> you have to. You have I was to. about to. I was thinking to myself, like starting the episode with like a demi move, being like, "So glad those hoes are gone." <laughs> I would have loved that too. Like, fuck those so much fun. <laughs> fuck those bitches. And then we have a podcast where we're all together, and you totally are friends, which is what you see Demi doing. She was hanging with Mari. <laughs> she was hanging with Mari. Oh my That's god. That's the thing about Demi is it's once I and I feel like they all kind of once they get it, they all can get it. It's just like, should they have to? <laughs> should they have to? It's no. a lot of work. It is. And Demi, this episode was in her prime. I was loving everything Demi had to say in this <sighs> situation. Let's go back a little bit because like we said, Julia hasn't been here since everything's been going down. The I'm- Piper, Brendan, Alana, Chris, chaos. So Well, you've already heard some great commentary, so I won't give too much else besides that, but just to like give a general, I mean, I'm in the same consensus as everybody, but I think what people aren't saying enough is like how equally fucked up, maybe not equally, but how moderately fucked up Piper's perspective has been too, because I think Brendan is the ultimate piece of shit for telling um Natasha that basically she has no chances with other guys like holy fuck that is the worst worst thing that just puts it to a whole nother level but then if we're talking about aside that and it's like Brendan and Piper and their stupid follower count conversations and like 
just Piper's worse than him about bringing up followers. Exactly. The and number and of times she talk. says yeah. followers. And she's the she's dumbest worse. of, they're both dumb, but they're she's dumber. dumb as shit. And it's they're, really frustrating to watch okay. someone that bad at yes. this show. And what did she say in the last, in this most recent episode when there was another moment of the camera, like watching them peering in like a bird eye view and she's all, I'm, I studied marketing and like, I'm a marketing something about a million followers. I have a master's in marketing. I can get myself a million followers. Like I can get those followers by myself. It's like, no, you fucking can't. Absolutely not true. And how does it have anything to do with followers too? No, I don't think anybody who works in marketing just happens to get more social media following. Like, unless I don't understand how marketing works, but I'm pretty sure it's like any other business job you go and you help others boost their social media. If that's the kind of marketing you're in, but it has nothing to do with your own. No. And again, just the idea that you could just on your own get a million when you've already been doing it and you haven't re- broken a hundred K. Right. That, that also is a clearly you makes can't. no sense. Clearly you can't cause you've been on the show and you haven't reached that point. So I'm just a little confused at the logic there. Something's not adding up, but again, I don't think she's the brightest tool in the tool shed. I really don't think she is. I think that there were aspects of this past episode where multiple people from like Matt, Matt season and Claire and Tasha season, I was a bit surprised by their personalities. Piper, I, I feel like we didn't really get to know her. We, no. which we knew that she was insecure on uh, Matt season. She had a couple insecure moments where oh, she yeah, was like, when I, the new girls yeah. came in. But it didn't ever feel almost vindictive. She didn't have the mean girl edit energy. She didn't get that edit. And then she didn't get the edit. I think the energy was there. We just didn't see it. Right, right. Absolutely. But we got one glimpse and it was when the new girls came in. Yes. And then the other person is like, Ivan, I'm very confused. Like I was kind of sensing it this whole time that he's a little different than what we've been painted on Tasha's mm-hmm. season. Cause he was just such a goody two shoes, like right. perfect boy. And that's the way the show continues to edit him. But now I'm like, there's, there's, there's something there, like a little douchey frat boy kind of energy. And it's like, he won't, see he's playing this weird bro code card where he's like why are you so passive but yet I don't know like just and him with Kendall I'm just confused that's what I was waiting to get to because I was here's the thing with him is I think they've given him a very boring edit and I think maybe the problem is they're hiding his edge and like so they're trying, they're making him so boring and we can tell they're hiding something. Cause right now we haven't seen him anything about him. He's hitting it off, making out with Kendall. I know good for her. And like, I want to like it. Cause I want Kendall to be happy. And I kind of like him to a point, but we've been, like, we've been saying, we're kind of starting to wonder this certainly with like, the bro code. Who is thing. he? But I will say with this situation is it wasn't as in everyone's face. I think the Brendan situation, they didn't all know as much. Riley was just on a podcast, something about, he's like, I had no idea. I found out later, but if I knew he's the way he talked to Marissa, he's like, good thing Demi had my girl's back. I think there was something else going on maybe, or this is my, this is my take on it. I think the way Natasha handled it didn't 
spark enough of a movement because she's so mature and so poised she was and like, very and the way she cool talked complexion. to others about her feelings was just like so about her and not as much about him it was like I am hurt because he did this but she didn't really come at it with the angle of they need to fucking leave right now no, at least she I didn't wasn't leading I don't a witch that. hunt like Jasenia was yeah exactly and Jasenia was leading a witch hunt and like they also, I mean, everybody's making the point on their podcast. It's so valid. Chris and Alana are nothing. Like, it doesn't mean anything when you go against them on a TV show. But right. p- big people like Brendan and Piper, it's like, you kind of don't really want to show a more hateful side They were side some of the hot, hottest people off their season, yeah. you know, with as of the, the, it stands, they had the most followers just right off the season, you know? And with Chris, I I will say, apparently he was just rubbing everyone the wrong way the whole already before even Alana showed up. So they were just waiting for an excuse to explode at him at that point, which is what it boils down to. They didn't like Chris. So it's easy to go against Chris. It's hard to go against your boy. Yeah. And that was like an Ivan thing. I Ivan and then. Oh, and Joe was reluctant as hell the way he's like, I guess I'll leave them. He's like, Joe, you going to lead it? He's like yeah I'll lead it like Joe didn't want to either and then Brendan was like I mean let's just get into it basically decide from the get-go right that they're gonna confront it was like the very beginning of the episode it was the very start I mean Jasenia was talking she's like people came here with plans and it robbed me of my time I'm like well you also came here talking to Chris before the show I there's a lot of this this witch hunt involves a lot of hypocrisy oh absolutely but I will say I think that was a, an edit about the Chris thing. Like, I think she was saying- Oh, no, I think she was talking about the Chris thing, but I think yeah. she was making a bit, I still stand by my point of, she's like, well, you were also kind of thought you had oh, a plan yeah. too. Like, yeah, you yeah, were no. not trying I, to plan. I fully, it just backfired. I fully agree with that. I just felt like a little Frankenbiting thing no, going I, on. The timing. It was it, like, the timing was weird. I'm like, wait- I don't think she's actually referring to Brendan. I think she's still talking about her. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. Which was weird, but no, she's a fucking hypocrite. Like, okay. You, you, Chris and Alana were all at some sort of event together in San Diego. Like why? I, I just don't, I cannot fathom how it's this wrong for Chris and Alana to do what they did. Like it's, it's equally as like shitty when somebody makes out with some other person and they didn't communicate well beforehand. Tammy did the same thing and she got off the hook after like an hour. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, and in real life, even just thinking of things like there are so many times, like I remember I had a friend who like mate came on to me one night and like, then I got Snapchats of from our other friend of him making out with some girl at 3 a.m. on a dance floor. It's like, he's a drunk, horny idiot. Do I think he was trying to do something that would like maybe rub me the wrong way? No. Right. But he was a drunk idiot. And that's what Chris Chris was in that situation. Alana didn't know anything. Oh yeah. And we've all, I feel like we've all been there. I mean, there's always that one person who's just like sleazy and like, like doesn't know how to handle things. And it's just not that deep. It's really, yeah, that's it. It's not that deep. And y'all made it so deep and y'all turned it into survivor. And And it's not personal. (laughs) Brendan, the way he spoke about Natasha was so goddamn personal. Chris had nothing but kind things to say about Jasenia. Right. That's a really good point too. So it's like, 
it's so it's yeah. so weird too I think a lot of the I'm hoping that a lot of the guys who are really good friends with Brendan like Joe Ivan Dr. Joe I think that's the one I'm very the most curious about yes. which we don't really have a conclusion to the Dr. Joe no, but I I have a feeling I'm hoping that they I mean a lot of the really shitty conversations Brendan was like the comments were with solely Piper. Like when he was like, oh, she's so annoying. Like she's just rubbing me the wrong way or whatever. None of the other people heard that. that. They they didn't know any of that except for Natasha knew that he was, that he was saying some shit because he literally told her to her face. She had no chances with other guys. And then he said it again in front of the other people. And they were like, what the fuck, Brendan? Yeah, and then later behind their back again, he says it about like Deandra and Natasha again. Yes. It's so gross. And Piper's totally in on it and just as bad. And we'll get to that in a second, but I do want to real quick before I forget. Brendan is not speaking to these other cast members. He's kind of um, like Riley has reached out. He's mad, but he I think he's extended an arm. He's like, I want to hear from you. I want to give you a chance. And Brendan has not responded to any of his attempts to reach out to which Riley says you know I'll give him a second but I won't wait forever you know that's crazy like so I I mean I just don't understand how someone like that can be that upset with others like the way he also handled the group confronting him was not okay like why couldn't he just sit back and naturally and like calmly explain himself but then Demi okay Demi whatever she said that he was being like disrespectful or something like he wasn't being disrespectful oh, he well, was, he getting, was like, being extremely rude to marissa when like oh what do you, mm-hmm. it was very dismissive i i saw what she meant in that moment okay specifically okay. marissa she was asking him oh like, yes you know yes, yes. and he said that's none of your business she's like no, well, why she are was- you here if you know each other and stuff and he's like what does it matter to you it's not your concern well, no, she she kind of made like this sly remark because he was like, so I'm leaving now. And she goes, is that now or is that paradise? Oh, no, she said, are you leaving this situation or are you leaving paradise? Yes, Which exactly. is a very fair question because it, it was, was not clear what his intention was. It was a fair question. And it also kind of came from a little bit of a sass, which oh, like, but I love I appreciate it. I deserve because it. it's been nothing but sassy to them this whole time. He started exactly. that. He and for, but the way he was like, none of your goddamn business, basically. Yeah. And, yeah. That was disrespectful. And then for Demi to be like, you're disrespectful. And he was like, no, I'm not. Or whatever. He just, he was such a baby and like Piper too. And then the way that they got in the limo, like when they decided <laughs> when to they were sitting in the limo, I was crying laughing. Okay. That, let me just tell you guys, if you are curious what a, like six month relationship looks like if you don't remember what that's like for some reason like if it's just been a while or like you know never happened or if you're a fucking loser thank you hannah not true at all that's (laughs) my then go watch piper and brendan's faces in the limo that is not a couple that started dating two months ago that is a couple that has been together for a while several several months because their stature and the way that they're staring off like silence from piper while she twitched her nose like this Mm -hmm. and he spoke and said i never meant 
to hurt anybody cuts you, which I want to talk about some of the things they were saying before this confrontation, actually, because they yeah. were showing us a lot more of their little coupley moments. Brendan says he's starting to feel that this is all coming to a head and Piper's pretending to not notice. Brendan's like getting all introspective and trying to play up this like sad boy thing that I can tell is performative. Almost all the time being happy in a relationship is at the expense of someone else. Verbatim what this dumb little bitch said. And also, when is that ever true? Unless you're like- No, that's wrong. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. That is so wrong. Like two things come to my mind, cheating and just like not having a healthy partnership with somebody and like hurting your family or your friends because they don't like who you're with. Those are the two things I can think of. And then also what he did. Sentence anyone's ever like, what? Was that like a fucking quote that he pulled out of his ass? Did like, he plan that? Like, what were you saying? That is and the least Piper, relatable thing you could say. So, un- like, no, no one agrees with that statement. No. And, and Piper's then, sitting there like, wait, what like, is that mean? Wait, what? She's like, well, what are you talking about? Who are you hurting? And he's like, Natasha. And she says about Natasha, this is the, where I got confused for a second and thought she was talking to Brendan. She goes, you fully had the opportunity to get back out there. Stop being a child. You win some, you fucking lose some. Oh, I thought she was talking to Brendan too. Me too. And I was very confused. I was like, why is she speaking to him? Like he's her like fucking- No, it's because I missed the sentence right before was something about Natasha. But Fuck. that's so fucking mean. That is bad. That's like, really, no, Piper, really, really you deserve bad. to loot, have five followers at this point. <laughs> Why well, didn't, that's the thing is she's not losing as many as Brendan and granted Brendan had, I think three times as many as her, but still the, the, it's not balancing out. It's and not comparable. I mean, and yeah. I didn't follow either of them. So I can't unfollow them. Right. I know. Oh, so hard. I know. So hard okay. being me, Julia. Can we just like repeat that one more time so that everybody can hear how shitty oh. it is that Piper said this to, about Natasha. This is what she's saying, not to Natasha's face, but when she's recreating what she wants to say to Natasha's face, but she doesn't have the goddamn balls to say. You fully had the opportunity to get back out there. Stop being a child. You win some, you fucking lose some. <laughs> to channel Joe. <laughs> Joe making fun of and Joe is in paradise killed me yeah so if you guys don't remember this Joe had the how could you forget forget? how could you forget but like Joe's literally recapping in his ITMs like what happened and he's like what did he say it's like there's no rules in paradise (laughs) because that's what Piper said because that's what fucking Piper said and okay let's just like dive into that too because I think that's now becoming like a new theme or almost like a controversy about the show like what mm-hmm. now people are starting to think okay what are the rules which like, makes sense because it the rules yeah. aren't that clear but no. the, as I think Wells kind of summed it up yes, best the only fucking rule is you don't come in with a girlfriend or a boyfriend yes exactly unless you are looking for a third yeah unless you're Polly but like nobody you on the show have to be open yeah to a, meeting a stranger and falling in love right exactly um yeah that's well summed it up the best but I 
yeah, it's very, very interesting because I think that there's a lot of gray area because now like (laughs) now with like the Chris and Alana thing, everybody getting so upset. It's like, okay, well now maybe people need to really think to themselves of like, what really matters here most? Mm -hmm. And as we've already mentioned, kissing somebody else that you already knew before the show in front of the girl that you're seeing is fucked up, but But it it doesn't qualify as premeditated plan to be leave as a couple in paradise. And I feel like what we saw in the end of her literally not letting him get in the limo being like, I don't want to leave with you. We've hung out one day. Like I'm not ready to commit like that. Like, what are you talking about? Poor really is evidence there that like, yeah, they talked, they wanted to do something, but like, they were absolutely not a serious relationship and plant having any sort of ties. That's why Chris was down to go make out with Jasenia a bunch and he enjoyed himself. He also also was very happy to see Alana because he was excited to make out with her too. Yeah. And I, paradise. I think that they added not, I mean, the cast gave Chris a bad enough edit on their own, but I did think that there were also some like bits and pieces we didn't see from that stupid VIP party. Um, I, there were a lot of like random clips of them like dancing like a middle school dance like it was so cringy you guys I have a confession to make last oh, week ready. during our podcast when I was you know recapping and the tight ass party I did not at that point get that it was about a play on Titus's name <gasps> hadn't caught that because I don't watch the <laughs> subtitles and I was really like, okay, did they like rank their asses? Is that what qualifies the VIPs? And I was looking at the asses, trying to figure out who was not there. You like, were like, there's something theme. wrong with their asses. <laughs> Turns out it's a play on Titus. Duh, everyone knew but me. And I just really felt that weighing heavily on my heart that I didn't, don't think it was clear that I didn't get that because I texted Zarya and she was said, Holly, no. That is so fucking funny. Because it was so obvious. Like, so it was obvious. so obvious. So obvious. Oh my God. But also everyone else watches with subtitles and I don't. And I really do, yeah. you know. I mean, That's I'm like kind sorry. of fair. <laughs> Let's talk about Joe's harem and how okay, Brendan but- decided to say the phrase harem of females. Oh yes. If we I need didn't to talk need about to that. know, if I didn't already know he's a fuck boy, him using the word females like yikes yikes but it was hilarious watching joe with his flank team behind him (laughs) it was so fucking funny i do want to rewind for two seconds because i did have a thought about the tight ass party we didn't see chris i feel like we saw chris and jesenia talk for like 30 seconds but it was like the most we saw anybody talk to each other and then the fact that he went over and kissed Alana looked really bad but I feel like there was a lot we didn't see where he'd oh. already been talking to her for a bit like definitely yeah that and Jasenia was like, like flow to me also Jasenia was wasted they like, were all wasted and also what I was noticing during this confrontation is both Demi and Joe looked a little buzzed for sure oh Demi yeah always looks drunk oh, oh. For real. Yeah. Joe, but Joe was Joe like that. Too. Yeah. He was looking so, drunk during that. 
Well, when Jasenia at the tight ass party, when Alana wanted to come talk to Chris and she, she was like, no, you like, I need my time with him. She like slurred her words. So I was like, this is, they were all plastered at that party. Yeah. Which is what I want on my TV. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. All right. So Joe is leading the gang. He's (laughs) spearheading this. Oh, and Demi is, everyone's like, do you think they'll leave tonight? And she says, oh, they will absolutely leave tonight. She's like, I will not fucking let them not leave this beach. And then the whole confrontation, we kind of addressed it. They're just making excuse after excuse and like, couldn't look guiltier. Piper plays dumb the whole time and keeps saying like, oh, I didn't know there was anything wrong with that. And she's like, I didn't know somebody made a, you guys all made the rules. I, I don't know who you guys wrote the rules of paradise. Like, so shut, shut up. up. <laughs> Go away. And then there is a point where Joe admits that he's like, we didn't actually force Chris out of paradise. We can't force Brendan. We kind of just bullied him and pressured him out. <laughs> he didn't say the word bully, but that is what happened. That is literally what and happened. He admits, he's like, this is up to Brendan at this point. Will he? let the heat make it out of the kitchen yeah thank god it did this is if anyone was gonna stay it should have been alana and chris oh absolutely and still i think they if they stayed one more week everyone would have forgotten totally and someone knew some hot guy would have come down and alana would have ditched chris exactly that would have been fun it would have been so good god damn Um, it joe Something I fully don't understand either is why do why in your minds is it logical at all to make the rationale that coming to paradise to spend more quality time together is something that you just could not do outside of this beach. Oh, like is reasonable to say is the fact that they're like, oh, well, we wanted to explore our relationship with quality time. We told and play dumb like they didn't know that having the only the intention to meet each other isn't the whole thing this isn't couples therapy this isn't and fucking also, temptation island what do you like this is the wrong let's, show let's make this clear you cannot say we don't have the time or the ability to spend this kind of quality when time you've with each other spent 10 times together at least that's what brendan said not, or she said which means it was probably not just that not just that holly if you're willing to whatever for your day job, take off however many weeks to go to paradise, you could take it off to go pay for your own goddamn vacation. Exactly. Like you cannot say that. Like you have no backing for that. There are people who like would do anything to have a vacation with their partner. And like, just even making that comment is like just it rubs me the wrong way it's just it pisses like, me the fuck off it pisses me the Piper fuck off really like, pisses me off she really pisses me off too she it, really makes me uh, so mad and i want to circle back to the serena being the one talking to her about followers and all this stuff i've always gotten mean girl and we've we've both gotten mean girl energy since that damn turtle comment and you know what it's only gotten worse I just keep feeling it and maybe it's the pre the fact that I just am biased ever since that turtle comment but I'm only getting confirmed by my extra keen eye and ear for names of who said that I'm gonna get so many followers before I even enter paradise 
Who is it that Piper's talking to about Natasha in that rude way? Hmm, they're not showing it. Is it a producer? That's what I thought. Wait, who is Brendan sitting with in this random clip where he's in the same outfit? Serena? I don't buy it. I think she's shady as shit. Yeah, she is like- I'm- and I watching her and Joe make out so much this episode oh really made me God. want to yak. I literally felt like I was watching a dad and daughter. Like I am so oh. uncomfortable by them. Oh. Also, we just know that she's mean because that's the way she flirts. Like she she's knows, the meanest flirter I've ever seen. She's the meanest flirt. And like Joe only likes it because he's not comfortable with himself. And like, he's very avoidant and he needs a lot of therapy. Like I've mentioned before, he's not ready for a committed relationship at all. It's very clear whether it's with Kendall or Serena or like his fucking sister. Like, I don't even think that he probably has a good relationship with his family members. Like he seems close with his parents, but like dude has issues like it's reading all over him that he needs to like work through some shit and the relationship with Serena at the time makes him comfortable because like she plays it off like she's not that invested in him because of the sarcasm like even though she said she's falling in love with him everything comes with sarcasm everything comes with a joke and like that's comforting to him because he doesn't have to like actually deal he doesn't have to take it too seriously because there's that defense mechanism it's me at the hospital every doctor is laughing their ass off at me because I'm doing nothing but making jokes because I'm stressed no that's also me too I I laugh a lot when I'm stressed like today (laughs) I had to like be a dummy subject for something and it was like this cognitive test and I did so badly I was like really tired and the whole time I was doing it like I had to click I had to press the space bar every time like a mountain scene showed on my screen instead of like a cityscape and every time I got it wrong I would laugh so hard Like I just do, and I laugh out loud by myself all the time when I make mistakes at work or like, I just do. I laugh at all of my tests and I'm always laughing. I'm, I'm cracking jokes. I said, swallow me to my fucking cat scan guy. (laughs) Swaddle me. He said, well, he was wrapping me like a fucking mummy in a blanket. What else am I going to like? I'm just going to sit there (laughs) quietly. Like you're like, this is fucking awkward. Whatever. Didn't know what swaddle meant. And I had to teach him. Oh my God. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh my God. I have to say I had electrodes on my brain and for some reason, while they're doing this damn test of my brain waves, the only thing I can think is the paradise song. <laughs> Almost paradise. Like that is going through my brain and, I, and in my, and then in my head, I'm just picturing like, what if that's how good these tests were? And they were like, what the fuck is going on in this brain? It's doing something insane. They literally see like music notes. <laughs> they see the notes. They, they see, see the like fucking sound waves of almost paradise when it blares because on those high notes, paradise, like so in your face. All of a sudden they see like images of a beach. But, like, and like the EEG Joe, was <laughs> the box, whatever box. <laughs> Joe. They're staring at the monitor and they're like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> name I keep saying Joe I'm who the fuck box James 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 J names it's uh, so complicated James I'm like what if your EEG just showed James in his like weird like pinata thing on the beach 
I would give anything for that to be what my brain projected. <laughs> that is a talent. Oh my God. No, for real. I do go to sleep at night sometimes. And like, that's all that plays in my head. It's that a very nice way to go to bed. It's haunting. It's haunting. They really like, like, I get why they chose it, obviously, but they couldn't have picked a song that is more less catchy. <laughs> it's so catchy and also catchy to the point it's horrifying. Yeah. Like it's scary how catchy it is. Can you picture Connor B doing that with his with fucking his ukulele? Fucking Laylee? I'm so I forgot about him. I'm triggered, Julia. That was not okay. I should not have brought him up. How dare you? How dare I? Your next EED is going to be. Now all I can hear is almost paradise in Connor's voice while he's playing the uke. That's going to be your next EEG. And then, but there's going to be blood coming out of Connor's (laughs) eyes or something. I hope so. Cause like I'm killing him in my brain (laughs) with his own ukulele. I'm just smashing it over his head. They're like, wait, there's something wrong with her. They're like, never mind. We got to stop. We got to send this girl somewhere. (laughs) She needs help. You know what we said about normal? That's a lie. Yeah, this is this isn't okay. Imagine the only thing that could help you is like going to the beach. Like you have to go there. You have prescription to talk- beach. Prescription beach, and you have to talk to producers. It's like paradise weird. is my diagnosis. <laughs> or no, my, it's my, like, my my yeah. Sure. It's what's it called? Um, oh fuck. I'm such a bad student. It's my treatment. Yeah, it's your treatment, but it's like um, when they expose people to like their phobias. Oh, it's exposure therapy. Isn't that exposure therapy? You're getting beach exposure therapy, but like the opposite. Like it's it's only healing. Like there's nothing scary about it. You love the beach. The only scary thing is Connor B. Oh, such a nightmare that is my exposure therapy is to connor because that's my fucking nightmare and speaking of nightmares though wait but your and and the only way to get rid of the fear is to resist throwing his uke in the fire julia why (laughs) is the ocean okay smashing on his head you have to just sit there and watch isn't that the most torturous thing okay i need to stop we're calling it we're done guys shut it off it's over this is Podcast an awful is over. this is what happens when I take two weeks off of podcasting I don't even know what I'm saying anymore well speaking of people of things that made me want to die a little bit Marissa and Riley's food play no it was like not just I was expecting so I hate food play so do you I strawberries and whipped cream I was like okay they're just gonna like put a little bit of whipped cream on the strawberries like maybe put them in each other's mouths no the titties with the whipped cream and him licking and the toes and him licking the whipped cream off and then being like let's go oh when he put the whipped cream between her tits and then said these what these are mine now or something (laughs) yes he said these are mine now honestly I have never been more turned off in my life like the and it got worse when they said now we know who they belong to oh no that's that was the phrasing like he was marking his territory with his tongue (laughs) i would have rather because it was before he licked it it was just the whipped cream 
I would have rather him peed on her and said, I'm marking my territory or whatever. Or now, now they're, now people know that they're mine. I would have rather him whip his dick out and peed on her chest than seen him lick her tits so aggressively. When Wells was talking about the things on the sand, well, right. Well, Marissa was licking Riley's toes and he says, sand mud and dead crab bodies this is we need a little more this is what's been missing from the previous episodes the just short brief wells commentary we need i know it's well it's been so dark and like just it's very negative i like his perspective on things he he deserves better (laughs) he's working hard he really does he's making he's slinging drinks come on give him his airtime He's slinging um, some huge margaritas for the Natasha. The biggest fucking margaritas I've ever seen. And now oh. I am angry about every margarita I've ever been served in my entire life. Same. But you know, those margaritas did not look good. And there was a fly in one of them. Well, there was a fly in Natasha's and then Joe's. Yeah. Props to Dr. Joe for taking the fly drink. Good um, segue. Let's yeah. talk about Dr. Joe arriving. I mean, that's pretty far ahead. We haven't even talked about the rose ceremony. Oh, fuck. I forgot. We have to talk about the fact that Tia and James were a couple for five whole seconds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And oh I was God. so here for it. Loved it. Rest I in peace, Tia James. And then Ivan and Kendall were making out, but they showed us nothing. They gave roses to each other. And then we have what we have to talk about. But I really, the one thing I didn't, I hate talking about Tammy Thomas and Becca, of course. Oh, I we have to oh. watch Tammy do everything wrong in a breakup that I've ever seen. So when you're begging them not to break up with you, when they're trying so hard to politely it's cut not it off. Something, it's not something you do when you've also not known someone for that long. Like I know the time is really condensed and like, you there's no, a lot we don't she's see the most bat but shit person she she's said shit. you're a great fit you're my best friend in what universe could they, be your best friend paradise let let me like put things in perspective we this is the third rose ceremony he didn't show up till week two and weeks are like two days Oh my God. It's so, been four fucking days. It's been four days. Since and she was claiming... straddling him while Tom, while Aaron was watching. Yeah. That was like four days ago. She's and granted their paradise days, crazy. but he's not your fucking best friend and you are no. certainly not his. No. I mean, clearly. He respects you and is trying to be nice, but my God, Tammy. Yeah crazy I just and I I don't understand the like strong reaction and, and the continuous like why put and yourself then the, like, through that conversation me about you how dare you I gave you everything she said I gave you everything they didn't even go to the boom boom room <laughs> she didn't give you everything <laughs> also I'm just like I, I, the perspective, like to try to use the crutch of like, oh, people have warned me about you. Like, it's such a stupid move. Oh, like, just God. take your, like, have some dignity and just walk away. It, and then for Aaron to be like, 
I knew this was going to happen. You know, he's a piece of shit. It's like, shut, shut the fuck up. up. He didn't do anything fucking wrong. He didn't That's do anything wrong. Thing. He has a better connection with that guy. Tammy, he doesn't like owe you anything. He really doesn't. Like you guys made out and and literally um bonded over the fact that you were both villains on your season. That's like, literally nothing, all you bonded over. There's nothing deep about that. Like who knows what their other conversations have been, but like girl, it's like, four days. It's four days and you're just making yourself And look you've spent so half bad. of those days worrying about other fucking people's drama, so we know you're not that busy with him. Yeah, exactly. You keep getting in everyone else's goddamn business. Can't with Tammy. Anyway, rose ceremony. Let's talk about the um beautiful production moment where Wells, before the ceremony officially starts, he's great hosting, mad props. He calls Polly. He says, but first, before this episode starts, oh, yeah. there's someone who deserves to stay here. You know, there are people who weren't, whatever spiel he says. He talks, he does a whole spiel about people who deserve to stay here. He says Polly, and the way I thought he said Holly, you were like, wait, I froze no. before. And then he walked out and immediately I knew it was a solid second and a half where I had to, where I said, I was like, he said, Holly, who the fuck is Holly? Is there another Holly? Like I started thinking about literally Holly who's married with a beautiful adopted baby from bachelor pad. Right. Um, right. It's not her. No. It's Polly. Cause I start seeing him and I go, oh, I know Polly familiar yeah. with Polly security guy. Anytime he right. breaks up a fight and break, he takes the suitcases away. Usually yes. this time he brings the rose for Natasha, which can you say it's a bachelor podcast, um, royalty situation? Yes. But <laughs> also, you know, they're, you know, the balance was off two couples had left they needed to fix the numbers right but they made sure to give it they gave it to natasha and not demi who is another sweetheart so that's fun but i mean with the storyline how do you not give it to natasha no Obviously. i mean it would be crazy if they gave it to demi that'd be no, but but they could have done too because two couples left just saying that is true that is very true. I love how Demi also earlier when Brendan and Piper left, like she kind of made it about both her and Natasha. She was like, we deserve better be of Brendan. And it's because like, Because she went on one date with went him, on so one she's trying to make it about her. Like, shut up. Like he- That's such a funny point. It's so funny because like, I, I'm sorry, Demi, but regardless of Brendan, like this doing what he did to Natasha, to do I don't think, I just think that he wasn't into you. No. Yeah, like that I was just never, straight up. No, I mean he also like I'm pretty sure he made out with her. So he did, and then he immediately like broke it off with her. That. Yeah, that was the whole issue with it. Is it was so offensive, but we saw right. her. She did get a chance to try other people, unlike Natasha, because no new guys were arriving the week Piper arrived. You know, she had no one to go for. She'd been there for weeks. She'd already exhausted those options, and like friend zoned everybody. So like her suit completely different because we saw Demi went for Kenny instead. And it just didn't work well, out. And also it wasn't fair because Brendan was it not just that she like didn't have the greatest luck with like other guys, but like Brendan did lead her on oh, like actively every, was actively. using her knowingly. Yes. And it's, he kept saying like, we had no romantic connection at all. And it's like, dude, like she rubbed oil on your back. You had like a, a short kiss. But you like said verbatim, I've had deeper conversations with you than Piper when she was saying, should I be worried about Piper? 
There's right. no debate here. There's Did just you leave no... her the fuck on? Right. And like, don't act like that's not romantic. No. Like, I'm sorry, but my guy friends don't say things to me like, oh, I've had deeper, con- I've had deeper conversations with you. That's no, they say, weird. thank you for answering my girl questions and not being weird. Yes, that's what exactly. it is. They're I like, have a really good friend. Can you tell like me about a girl's bikini wax? What does it mean? How much? Yes. And they're like, thanks for answering my question. That's a good deep male friendship, platonic I, friendship. I have a really good, like straight guy friend who like is always coming to me to just talk about like relationship stuff like just with his girlfriend like just in general and I love it like we have such a special bond and he would never tell me I have had oh my god I've had deeper conversations with you than I've had with like that's not a friendship and the thing is the whole point of him saying that was in response to her saying do you have something with Piper what am I it was him validating her and their connection as a romantic fucking partner. So there's just no debate. There's no debate. Anyway. There's no debate. But they left. They had the most hilarious limo exit I've ever seen where Brendan says, I didn't mean to hurt anybody. And we are like, shut the fuck up. You knew what you were doing the whole time. Go away. Bye. Ugh. 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 Yeah, so rose ceremony. Natasha gets that special rose. Mm-hmm. We still and have fucking Abigail and Noah. Who I, ew? He says you're the butter to my toast. Huh? Bleh. Huh? Stop with the food. All I can think of is like how Noah's just like kicked back all the time. And he probably is eating butter with toast like every day. And so that's what's on his mind. And that's just what he decided to tell her. He's he was like, oh, he was like, oh, butter and toast tomorrow. I feel like I'm just probably gonna like chill out by myself, maybe have a mimosa, kick back, not thinking about Abigail at all. No. And so then he was like, Oh, you're the butter to my toast. Cause that's, that's what the I'm only craving. thing he's been thinking about this whole time. Yeah. He's just empty shell. We say bye to Demi, Tammy, Jasenia, and Deandra. And Deandra's the only one I'm sad to see go. Me too. I think I didn't really notice. I I don't know why I didn't notice Jasenia leave. <laughs> We're just not that into. Eh. I've never hypocrisy. Been- I was over it. I mean, I couldn't stand her with the MJ thing on Matt's season. Oh my so. god, she was equally as obnoxious. Honestly, they both suck. They both suck. We haven't seen MJ. Thank God. Very glad. Hopefully, she doesn't show up. The fucking peacekeeper of the world or whatever she calls herself. Whatever the cult leader you mean? No, she always always saying <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. preach peace and harmony. <laughs> right, right. Fuck peace her. and love okay. or whatever it is. Oh god. Jesus Christ. So we have a rose ceremony and immediately after everyone goes home, we get Lil John coming in. And I love the fact that his call time is like 4 a.m. <laughs> I and you he's the only one who would do that of course little little John would be like yeah I'll come the fuck in at 4 a.m I've been up anyway yeah because he fucking stays up he's He's like like, all I have to do is say three lines I'm there perfect you pay me overtime for that shit fuck yeah right he's like this is easy money easy I gotta go do my thing but yeah that I can't do I just Oh my God. Anyway. Yeah. I appreciated the entrance just because I really, you the know. knowledge of the hour, it just makes me, it la- makes me laugh. So funny. Okay. The start of the week is other Blake, other BM from yes. Clacia's season. 
Yes. Um, not um, Blake Moines, Blake Moore. So many Blake Moes. I can't. Oh, wow. That's it really was close. So, that's the problem is we couldn't even do like Mo and Ma. There was right. no choice but BM. Fucking BM. Um, the second that he walked down, I thought Tia's going to love him. We all did because we yeah. know she loves Tat. And it turns out the Taddy Daddy comment, she literally, when she was watching the season and his limo entrance, posted that on her Instagram story, Taddy Daddy, about him. Wow. So she's had her eye on him since his limo exit. Well, she mentioned it too. She was like, I, this, he, I've been waiting for him. Um, so they go on a date mm-hmm. and she's talking a lot about her vagina. It's dancing. She's talking a lot about her vagina dancing. She doesn't say China pot. Thank God. No, we've moved on. Fortunately, my hope was that actually her new word was going to be box because of James. Oh, but- Yes. But obviously Blake entered and that dream suddenly vanished. Oh, but at shame. least we avoided China Pot. We've moved on from that. We moved There's on no from some racial slurs. Um, but she's calling it her vagina. She's and it's calling dancing. her vagina's dancing a lot. And then she can't, kind of keeps going. Like, it's just, it's a lot. They just keep the whole date they cut to her in an interview talking about her vagina dance her vagina dance let's say in it the way she's saying it's the vagina dance so they go atv in lil john gives them the atv first and he goes you know don't fuck it up too much and then uh, of course tia and blake get the atv mud you know dirty dirty and then they talk about and they have great i do like their conversation Me they too. Talk about I could, like soulmates and like yes they're one i think that's a great conversation yeah and i feel like they really were naturally connected like i could see them being and the whole conversation they would just cut to her in an interview going my vagina dance <laughs> the whole time ruining the ruining the flow of it everything it's just like why are we talking about like, this and that's the thing is she talked about it for like three minutes in her interview and they cut it between every oh, single yeah. scene, you know? Oh, so yeah. it's like, well, and she went, she went into detail. She was like, I don't know what's going on down there. It's like, <laughs> cause they're probably, this is what I love to picture them in the interview rooms and what these fucking producers are edit, like are saying. Like, so when you say your vagina dances, what does the vagina, what does the vagina man dance mean? And she has to say, well, when my vagina dances, it means because you have to answer in a full sentence. Right, right. So they go, well, when you, has your vagina ever danced like this before? (laughs) My vagina's never danced like this before. You know, it's danced before, but never quite like this. Oh my God, I'm crying. I'd give anything to be a fucking producer and ask someone, so tell me more about your vagina dancing. When your vagina dances, would you say it's a physical reaction or is it like a spiritual vagina dance? No, when my vagina spiritually dances, it's like, you know, but then when it's a physical dance, when my vagina physically dances, I know I'm like really into them physically, but when there's a spiritual connection, your spiritual vagina starts to dance. And then that's when you know it's real. I would do anything to be in a producer's position and have that opportunity, honestly. I, they have to ask the questions so that they answer in full sentences. I mean, so good. Uh, brilliant. <laughs> They're just so lucky. They're just so, so lucky. I want to be a fly on the wall, though. Oh, my God. To be that fly in that margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is what we can move on to next. 
to be the fly in the margarita drunk as shit off the margarita I, exactly swimming in a big old pool of margarita a shallow pool but a Just wide like, pool you could do some laps in that pool that oh, is seriously. the widest the surface the circumference of that margarita glass is i promise you bigger than the circumference of my head the diameter was bigger than dr joe's dick absolutely much bigger oh that's a big diameter i mean who can expect that who yeah i don't expect that no it's okay dr joe we maybe the stem of it you know the height yeah maybe but the diameter that is a wide glass well we know that his dick wasn't doing anything on that day that was so disappointing it started so good it started so good. Everyone was so excited for Natasha and Dr. Joe showing up. I kind of felt sad that he didn't ask Kendall. Um, Me too, because but I, they she like, is Joe triggered. She is, yeah. There is that. So it's kind of like, I'll, you know. I've mentioned this before. Kendall's like very interesting. Like even the way she communicates, like she, she has such an interesting way of like speaking of things. And she's also like such a dork. And I feel like her and, and Dr. Joe would get along so well. I think they really would. Yeah. Um, but it, I feel like it's clear to me that Joe was on her li- Natasha's list and the producers brought him in specifically for her in that moment on purpose and were plant putting Natasha in his head and very much being like, Natasha's available. You know, she's the only one. There's no one here, right? You know, everyone's coupled up right now, but she has, you know, this is a situation where people left. So like Natasha is interested in you. She's beautiful, right? Obviously true. And like, so he's like, yeah, makes sense. Everyone else is coupled up. So why wouldn't I? When really there are people who are more open, but I think they were very much pushing him straight oh, totally. toward Natasha. I mean, that's the first thing he said. Like the first person he pulled was her. So I yeah. feel like they were definitely in his head. And I also feel like they were, you know, probably saying, you know, she's gone through some stuff. There was one definitely. guy that was here, but, but not really revealing too much that it was Brendan. Maybe not even saying Oh, they that. didn't mention it once. Clearly that was a surprise to him. One, They probably said her... Natasha's been through so much on this beach. There was a guy here who was leading her on, told him the whole story. Didn't say who. Yeah. So she could have that bomb on the date. I also just want to backtrack to his entrance a little bit. They were prepping it. Very dramatic entrance before Dr. Joe. Before Dr. Joe, they showed us a French bulldog on the beach. I saw that. I fucking saw that. I was like, that doesn't look like a stray. Was it one of the producer's dogs? Or That's something? Because some they often show stray dogs and they always right. look like street dogs. That's a French fucking bulldog. That's not a street That's dog. The, you would not find that dog in Mexico. That's the type of dog that was held up at gunpoint for Lady Gaga's dogs, you know? Like, actually, oh. it might not have been a French bulldog. It was some sort of bull terrier. Well, French bulldogs are expensive, gorgeous, high-maintenance dogs. Like, they, you don't find them just, like, roaming around the streets of Mexico yeah. or the beach of Mexico. It was that, I thought I was hallucinating when I saw that. No, I, I absolutely so had to write it down because I knew I was, like, gonna think, was there a fucking dog? Did that happen? Did it really happen? It happened. That was not a fever dream. No, it was not. So this date with Natasha and Dr. Joe is going so well. And fortunately for me, I knew the elephant in the room because I was live texting my friend and she was like, wait, wait, but Joe is like, cause she was saying the only red flag about Dr. Joe is his choice in friends. Then he immediately asked Natasha and she goes, 
wait a minute. <laughs> wait. Yikes. What's Yikes. he going to say when he finds out it's his boy? And I know. And it got so awkward wow. because he just, as soon as she told him, he was just like, yeah. So he like, didn't know how to, I feel like he was trying to put things nicely, but it's like, dude, just like say how you really feel like to just sit there over and over again and be like, yeah. So we'll just like, see how things play out. We'll just kind of do our thing. It's like Natasha was sitting there and you could read the emotions all over her face. She was like, yeah. really, bro? Like, really, dude? She's like, like you're not oh, just you just in this. I can see in your face. You just chose him over me yes there's no question and you're really dragging this on and it she really didn't deserve that like I think she would have been better off not getting led on on a date with him I agree and having to go through this like it was really shitty I felt very very bad for her like it was just the icing on the cake of her terrible experience so far like to have somebody who seemed so compatible like they had such a good oh, conversation she, it, to have that dangled in your face yeah, what the fuck? Just like, sucked. I, I also just really don't understand. Like, from his perspective, I'm thinking, is it be? I, I'm wondering if it's more of like he's just so uncomfortable with the idea of like dating one of his friends, like quote unquote exes, or if it's actually the fact that he believes no matter what that like Brendan is a good guy. Like, part of me is thinking maybe Joe is just doesn't like stepping on toes and like doesn't want to be in something that's messy and like he knows that if he starts dating this girl who's had any history no matter how right. like it is that it's just weird and he doesn't like well, that. it is it is weird and especially because he wasn't there he didn't see his yeah. friend be bad at all all he has is this right to go on and he's met her for the first time so like what does right. he connection really does he have but it is kind of a shame, but like, it's a little more fair than like someone who is there, like Ivan or Joe or Riley or whoever yeah, might be, they had I, done... I don't think any of them are defending him as of now. No, um, I don't think that they are, but, who but knows? It, still, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was super disappointing. Anything else that happened? The episode that? ended with, uh, Joe, Serena making out a bunch and poor Kendall was just and she it was, was like, Kendall walking away stressed because she couldn't watch it. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that was like a f- false herring of her. Like, I can't sit here literally right next to this and watch it. Yeah. I don't think that was her leaving the beach. She would leave. No. She would talk to Ivan first. And if she does leave the beach after this, it, she will stop and go back first. Well, and also, okay, this is where I also like get some like shadiness from Ivan. It's like your girl is sitting there like having to watch this like why don't you do something about pulling her aside go on a walk with her make her pull like her away and distract her, her with a romantic gesture or not even like even if you just care about her as a friend because it seems like they are very casual True. like just pull her away and go on a walk or like go do anything. something but he tried to kiss her and it's like this is where the Ivan thing like rubs me the wrong way it reminded me of like a really stupid guy at a party who's almost like too high and like a little drunk and like doesn't understand that their girlfriend's not okay because she just went through some drama is like really really sad needs to go home and he's just like uh what do you, what do you want why are you what do you want though? why what do you want to leave like can we just you, kiss you, like do you want to you want to go fuck like that's the impression I was getting from Ivan's that situation. That. And I was like, well, maybe we just got a bad glimpse of him and he's tired, whatever. But like, yeah. 
I don't make excuses for anyone else. So I'm no. sure as hell not going to make Speaking excuses of tired though, in that interview, also her outfit in the interviews, like they kept showing this white bikini outfit that was not the look that she had stormed out on. So I think she's here a little longer, but in, when she was in the white bikini, her dark circles were so bad. Yeah. She like, she doesn't she normally have that, that great. You know, she had like my dark circles on an average day, which is not normal for her. I, I feel bad for her because I think the producers definitely let her on. I think if she knew that this would be how it would play out, she would have not signed up. Absolutely I think not. somebody totally told her like, Joe's still thinking about you. He's not going to be in a relationship with anybody else. It's totally fine. When she's doing her quarantine thing before walking on the beach, nobody's letting her know that Joe is with Serena. And it's like, she deserves that. She was in a relationship with him for a long time. Two years. Yeah. And I don't know, that's the kind of shadiness with sometimes with reality TV where I'm like, especially The Bachelor, like when you withhold information for drama and for entertainment purposes, I'm like, where does the line, where have you crossed the line here? Because that's like, that's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. I, I get extra mad, especially with like people that are, Kendall is in my heart. I have loved Kendall since she was first on the show, you know, on Ari's season. I thought she was, she was so great. She's always so great. And I just feel like they're being so mean because the thing is, you know, Bachelor picks sides and stuff in these situations. And usually there are two reasons. It's because they genuinely like a person. The producers just like this person or they, or don't like in certain cases where you're like, they are not protecting you. And that's because they just don't like you. And then there are people they have to choose because they are Bachelor royalty, Bachelor sanctioned podcast royalty, just fan favorites. And this is a situation where Joe is more marketable and profitable than Kendall. They like Kendall just fine, but they chose their boy Joe because he hosts their podcast. He, we, we know men in Bachelor Nation tend to be just in general, have an easier fucking time. Yeah. What else is new? Every other industry, everything (laughs) in this world, literally. (laughs) Oh my God. so easy for them but yeah so they chose joe over kendall and it's nothing to do it's not like kendall is someone they actually don't like it's just that she's caught in this kind of situation and they're like well we have to choose him because he's the one yeah and i also just feel like it it's one of those weird situations where I can just hear one of the producers telling her it would be a good opportunity for you to quote unquote, get closure when maybe she didn't really even feel like she wanted to do that. And then they made her feel like she needed it because they were like, did you really get an answer? You know? Right. And then how did you end things? Did it really like the conversation was confusing? Like, obviously that's going to make her very emotional. I think I would be very emotional confronting one of my exes. It doesn't mean I have feelings for them, but like, yeah, it was messy. Every relationship is messy. It would be anxious for me to think of any person I haven't talked to in years. The fact that I'm so over it, but any person where I had a falling out and even friendships, yeah, Yeah. like to like be in the same room and suddenly like constantly and have to be either work together, be cordial with each other. Like that's so hard and so tense and so awkward. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you're not over it. It's like you're you're thrown back in time by being forced with them. It's not normal. It's not natural. It's It's not instinctive. Like 
of right. course that shit happens. Right. And then I don't know, on top of it, like you mix paradise is such a sticky situation because you mix alcohol, like a lot of alcohol into everything and people start getting really messy like a good example of this is becca and tammy like when tammy was like sobbing over thomas becca and thomas were over in the corner making out and it's like i think if they were all sober like they wouldn't be doing that to each other no they wouldn't because the thing is they don't notice in this current they don't notice like there's so many times where like they don't realize that people can see them or that no and they're drunk and they're drunk and And producers are obviously interviewing tammy right there on purpose so she has to see they're trying right and yeah yeah so anyway um long story short we feel bad for kendall so bad we do not feel bad for tammy no she got what it you know i'm glad she's gone i was over it i think she's better off just not i'm the same thing with demi it's like we got enough of demi yeah we don't need any more demi they both have moments demi has more she has more times where i'm like that was good tv yes i'm never like that tammy's never that good of tv so it doesn't balance it out for me no demi is at least funny and like i like her commentary but i don't need her anymore like no she she ran her course thank you demi that was enough thank you thank you for your service godspeed Godspeed. i wish you the best in all of your future endeavors salute um but the last conclusion i want to make is that aaron is not funny I thought he was kind of charming when on his date with Chelsea. And then you pointed out to me perfectly that he made it all about himself and how he looked. And like, it was kind of cute the way he was flirting, but like nothing about her. And that was the only instance where for one second, I thought, "Mm, I don't mind this guy. He seems like he's kind of funny. I like what he has to say. This stupid montage, whatever thing of him saying facts. Facts about The Bachelor. It was so dumb. Thomas is a piece of garbage that's new fact it was what? really it was really stupid like if anybody watched that and they were like simping for him like i'm sorry girl but like that was not fucking funny i, I do know someone who was like i don't like thomas but he had a funny moment at the end i was like wait you just said thomas you meant aaron I I do it all the time and it's Aaron's fucking fault for forcing himself to be synonymous with Thomas really it is is. there is a slight berries like there's a part of me that has a slight feeling that there's some sort of master plot because the way they say mortal enemy is so fucking dramatic like and Aaron's in love with Thomas and I'm like are you just friends with this like stick do you is this a stick is it a bit are you like kind of want to fuck him? Like, I you- also definitely, if it's not a bit, then Aaron wants to fuck Thomas so bad. I love that. I it's want the only like. There's no. He, he's obsessed. He's obsessed. He talks about him. Thomas more than anyone on the planet. <laughs> and, and that's why Thomas you doesn't them. give a fuck about Aaron. No, maybe that makes it hot for Aaron. Honestly, Tammy and Aaron are one and the same. They both were in love with Thomas, but Thomas doesn't give a shit about them. I know he he doesn't mean it in a mean way, but he just doesn't. Thomas is like really growing on me. Not gonna lie, so funny. He's so fucking funny. I love when he's getting confronted because he's really good. He's not. He's always like, "You're right, guys. You know, I'm sorry." He's so accountable. He's the opposite of Brendan and Piper in a confrontation. You know, when Brendan and Piper, 
get, have people come to them with something. They go make up any excuse in the book. They like pretend to not know what they're talking about. Oh, little stuff. Thomas goes, yeah, you're right. You know what, Trey? I'm sorry I did that. Yeah, you know what? I've thought about being The Bachelor once in my, you know, it crossed my mind. I'm so, you know, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I didn't say it right away. I'm sorry that I've thought it. My bad. Yeah. And he says that. He shouldn't have to because literally he's apologizing for something that's stupid and he shouldn't it's have to apologize for. But something he's like, that everybody thinks already. Anything that he's remotely told, like, how dare you do that? He's like, no, I did that. He says, he's like, that is true. I did that. I'm sorry, guys. That is yeah. a fact. Yeah. If the, I'm sorry that was hurtful to you. Well, and and he, think, he doesn't if. He's like, I'm sorry that hurt you. Even right. if they shouldn't have been hurt because it's stupid. Well, and it's also, it brings the point so like that, that will, that can rub people the wrong way because they're jealous of that kind of security. That's the problem is Aaron could never, never, never ever have that confidence. And that said, like anybody I think who is, can easily apologize like that like I that's something that I take pride in too like I can very easily just say like I'm sorry I did that or like I'm just I'm not very stubborn with like knowing when I'm wrong but like I know when I'm being kind of manipulative about it and I feel like that's the same thing with Thomas like he I can see that he has a little bit of a manipulative side but I don't really blame him for it I do the same shit yeah so you know it's it's unintentional in that sense like he doesn't want to hurt people's feelings it's just he can kind of sometimes get away with doing it over and over again whatever he's doing because he can just say he's sorry and then move on if you hear a cat it's because they're a thomas fan and hate aaron yes well i'm sure y'all heard my cat screaming earlier i didn't so i don't think so actually he my cat has been like obsessing with the bathroom like he just will not stop going in the bathroom and meowing in there and like laying on everything it's very weird but cats confuse the shit out of me dogs make so much sense oh, yeah, i do not make, like cats i'm just so they just confused. don't make sense they make I'm no so sense. confused i don't know how to predict anything they do at any time it's it's kind of frightening they're very <laughs> high maintenance in that way they're supposed to be the low maintenance pet They're of the really two, not. Two, but that is just not the fact. No, it's not at all. Fact, like that is not true. Fact, that is not fucking fact, true. Fact, cats are high maintenance. Fact. <laughs> Aaron's Aaron not it. funny. Fact. <laughs> Holly's fact. I'm going to look comments about Bachelor. Tammy's insecure and wrong all the time. Fact. Demi's insecure and right all the time. Fact. <laughs> not even true <laughs> not even true but like i love it she's right more often than tammy she really that's is that's the thing is usually i agree with debbie she's just like out so far takes it so far she's oh, wrong but if yeah. she stopped halfway she would have yeah. been correct exactly when she starts to actually let her insecurities get into then the she like starts joke, making shit up then it's just like no girl then she's insulting just... your jean shorts exactly <laughs> while wearing jean shorts Aaron wants to fuck Thomas. Fact. Did you say Evan? No, I said Aaron. Okay, I heard Evan and was like, who's Evan? And then I was like, (laughs) no, she must have said Aaron. That's the only thing that makes sense. But like, I was so sure I heard Evan that I really did want to make sure. (laughs) Oh my God, what was I saying over text that James's dick was like withering away? 
After he found out that no, Tia left. It is. Poor James. Ugh. Well, James for Bachelor. That, he deserves ju- justice for James. Justice James. for James. As soon as that's what it was, when we kept hearing Tia talk about her oh, when vagina her, dances. As her vagina dances, James is Dick Withers. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. That's it. We found it. And good and night. With that, subs- like, subscribe, rate us five stars. If you're not gonna, just don't bother. That's why bother. You know, that's so much work. Just just it's, don't. Yeah, just don't. You can Actually, follow me on Instagram. Rate, rate us one star and give us a really like compelling reason why we suck. And maybe that'll get us viewers. I mean, yeah, maybe if it's really like you give us a good argument. Give us a good fucking argument or just like make some it shit better up be about really me. worth it though. I dare somebody to make some shit up about me. I do love that. I love a good Start, fake scandal. I, I wanna I wanna be the center of the rumor. I wanna be it. Fake scandal at Julian Norton 97. Yes, that's nailed it. it. Um at Holly Staten for my drama. Um, but we're gonna start the rumor about Julia. Just tag me, okay? <laughs> okay. I want to be involved, everybody. Yeah, everyone, please start making like a hate page about us. Fun. So fun. I love haters. There was a whole five seconds where I thought Bennett um, blocked me on Instagram. Actually, it was way longer than five seconds. Like actually probably a solid minute and a half. Guys, that is the rumor because I was fully trying to show Holly that Bennett posted something and she was like I can't see it I can't see it on his story I don't know what's going on and I was like wait what do you mean you can't see it on his story and she was like well I see his page but like I can't see anything and we were like oh my god he blocked you like Holly was blocked by Bennett what an honor to get blocked I was so fucking pleased with myself it was really that Holly blocked him (laughs) I blocked him because in my defense Instagram did the change where now there are things in your timeline that you aren't following and a video of Bennett singing to Star is Born. No. The Bradley Cooper part was forced onto me. I was assaulted. I was violated by him singing, looking directly into the camera, wearing a bathrobe. And holding a drink. I wanted to vomit. Yeah. And then you also like commented something hateful on his page. Oh, well, no, I don't think I've ever actually commented on. Maybe I have. All right, guys, we need to go. This This is is, much. I think think we've covered it all. This is a disaster. I think this is the perfect disaster that we've been needing for the last three weeks. (laughs) I completely agree. We will talk to you guys next week. Can't wait. Thank God it's only one episode a week. That's all I've got to say. I was exhausted. See you next week.